0: Hey, Griswold, where do you think you're going to put a tree that big? Bend over and I'll show you. You've got a lot of nerve talking to me like that, Griswold. I wasn't talking to you.
1: All right, folks, I'm hopped up on NyQuil, so this should be fun. For Starting Strength Seminars coming up next up, February 17th through the 19th, then April 14th through the 16th. We do have a self-sufficient lifter camp on January 14th in Wichita Falls that covers the squat, the press, the deadlift, how to film yourself, and how to diagnose your own technique. For squat and deadlift camps on the list, we do have January 21st in Boston at Starring Strength Boston, January 21st in Long Island, February 25th in Cincinnati at Starring Strength Cincinnati, March 5th in Las Vegas, and April 8th in Phoenix at weights and plates, and we still have spots left for our first ever camp done entirely in Spanish. That's January 21st, covering the squat and deadlift in San Antonio, Texas. Starting Strength Gyms continue to march forward, but we need more coaches. So if you feel like that's something that you'd want to check out, figure out if you're qualified, head over to startingstrengthgyms.com, check out the coaching tab, see what the qualifications are, fill out the form, maybe get connected with Ina, and make a new friend. And as usual, for more information on anything that I've talked about, head over to startingstrength.com and check out the right-hand side of the homepage.
0: From the Asgard Company studios in beautiful Wichita Falls, Texas. From the finest mind in the modern fitness industry, the one true voice in the strength and conditioning profession, the most important podcast on the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, Starting Strength Radio. Welcome back to Starting Strength Radio. We're so happy that you're here today with us. This is this has already been a weird day here at the Asgard Company. And maybe it'll get weirder when we start reading your questions for today's Q&A. Maybe weirdness... It's the name of the game Little, today. Hey this is strange strange times. Strange times, man. Absolutely strange ass times. So anyway. Uh you I'm know just, I'm just taping yep. the uh
2: the boundary over here. Oh so there's so, so there's a
0: clear so i
2: know where rusty's
0: so rusty area and rusty and just so you'll know rusty and nick are having a fight over <laughs> their side of the bed only in this case it's the <laughs> side of the table and uh if you put a piece of tape there rusty's going to put his hand on that tape <laughs> and then you're going to say you're touching the tape <laughs> he's going to be like you're, you're I'm touching not on your side. side I'm not on your side <laughs>
1: Uh, you
3: I guess I guess that did bring me about thirty percent more space Great. than Wonderful. I used to have. Wonderful. So thanks. appreciate it. Good good. So I can All put right. something there if I want. <laughs>
0: All right. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so but before so but before we start our QA today, we're going to visit Comes. From uh, the heaters. <laughs> this is a this is a particularly fucked up badge of these things, you know. Some guy named George Rexroad says, I could stare at Rip's skin yarmulke all day. He doesn't know how to spell. He spells it. Y a m a k a.
2: Oh, that's not right. There's that's an not, L in there somewhere.
0: Yarmica. <laughs> there's y- an A-R? R. Yeah. Oh, there's an R in there. Yeah.
2: I know there's an. Isn't there an L too? I don't think so. Man, I have to look it up. Yeah, I looked at it. We up. have
0: a lot of Jewish friends who would be. We, uh, we've got enough disappointed yeah, just in just us. Just get Ray on the phone. Ask him what it.
2: Is. You want to call him real quick? Here, we can do that. You yeah, want right. to get your headphones on? We got Ray getting on right now.
0: Ray's on. Ray, uh,
2: we are on. Uh, you're on Starting Strength Radio. We have a yeah, question for you.
0: We got a question. Uh, how do you how do, how do you spell yarmulke? <laughs> the little hat. Uh, the spelling the spelling for yarmulke is Yud, Resh, Lamed. You <laughs> get yarmulke. an accurate answer anyway. <laughs> See, and then unintelligible. But <laughs> Could you convert you, that to uh, English for you, us? You
2: call you call a Jew. You,
0: you call a Jew, you're going to get a Jewish answer. Well, right? so, I, I understand that now, all right? So yeah. uh, so well, these, uh, these fucking goys keep messing up the transliteration. <laughs> it's Yarmulka, yarmulka. Hey. Y-A-R-M-U-L-K-A-H.
3: Oh, we yarmulka. oh, were both
2: right. There's an R yes. and There's an L.
0: Yarmulka. Yarmulka. Yeah. All right? Well, <laughs> that's what we wanted to know.
2: Would you be willing right. well, to... Could, uh,
1: can I be of any other service to you well, guys? Well, that's the thing. You want to know how to spell Hanukkah?
2: No, we're not interested. But would you Would you be interested in being a regular <laughs> part of our show called uh, Phone a Jew?
0: Ask a Jew. Yeah. Ask, <laughs> ask a Jew. It kind um, of a recurring, well, recurring well, series. The, ask a Jew.
3: The, the answer to that question is yes, but obviously it's going to cost you. <laughs>
0: yeah. We were expecting... We, were, no. we, were, <laughs> we were expected nothing else. <laughs> All right. Well, let, it, let me get the budget together, and I'll get back to you. Okay. Thanks, Ray. All right. One
2: one shilling of Jew gold, please. All right. All right.
0: All right. Bye. He
2: can put it in his necklace. All right. Man, that was really helpful to have a Jew on retainer like well, that. Well, yeah,
0: it, it is. You know, there's all kinds of things we might be able to ask a Jew about, like, what about the gold? <laughs> <laughs> Where did it come from? How much is there?
2: What age do you get the gold? When do you get to carry it around?
0: With yeah, you? I don't know. Yeah, these are all important questions. All right. Anti-Socialite asks, says, rather, if ground beef could talk, it would sound like rip. <laughs> Man, that's, that's two winners. kind of clever. I guess, <laughs> you know skin Yamaka. all right all right learn to press the starting shrink method this drew a comment i feel like this video should be watched on vhs <laughs> 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 well, that's actually kind of funny it? it's good yeah <laughs> all right now here is a this is a blatantly racist comment uh <laughs> from uh, our friend Harry Fafutis' video mm. uh, regarding uh, oh, the deadlift start position or something. And this Southern Voltage Electric Service <laughs> says... I'm Googling them right now. It's good stuff. I don't understand your crazy moon language. <laughs>
2: I don't even know what that means but it's pretty i cool. don't either moon, moon, moon language.
0: language i think
2: someone was signed into their business uh into their business oh yeah it's a business YouTube account all right account. they have five
3: yeah. stars where well, are they located not
0: anymore <laughs> <laughs> let's see they'll never have another mexican job katie based in Katy, texas. katie texas <laughs> they'll never have another they'll never uh, do business with another mexican as long as they're it's ridiculous a business. In Katy, it's texas. still in it Still in existence. I like how we just destroyed their business. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, technically, they destroyed their business. Yes. All right, here's Mesk. 871 who says, uh, When Mark speaks so confidently about something he clearly is very ignorant and wrong about, such as climate change, and what people think about carbon... It makes me question what else he is wrong about that he speaks so confidently about. This and this is in response to the benefits of hormones, <laughs> uh, uh, with uh, with Angie and Keith Nichols. And I, makes perfect sense to bring in the climate. To bring in climate change. Yeah. Did I talk about climate change on the? I don't know hormone program. Not could have could have I don't remember. Could have. All right. Well, this mask guy obviously understands most things, right? Or here's Gary says this is bending over too much in the squat. That got quite a few responses. Uh, If that's the bottom of a body weight squat, you have no business putting a weighted barbell on your back. That is patently ridiculous. And Ripito has you all brainwashed. <laughs> you do not squat like that.
2: I'm starting to see the the, the cracks in the argument, man. Mm-hmm. From these <clears throat> these comments. Primary
0: uh, crack in the, in our argument is you don't squat. You like don't that. squat like that. You just it's don't. It's just not what you do. It's just not done. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> do your little Greta Thunberg impression. <laughs> hat, hat. Yeah, yeah. in the planet for me.
3: <laughs> How many times do you think her parents made her rehearse that?
0: Oh, God, over and over and over. Do you think they Do you think Can they caned her? those pieces of shit? Do you think they caned her whenever girl? she didn't do it right? Yeah. Think they beat her? I bet they did. They probably did. did. I bet they did. I bet they beat her when she got home. Mm-hmm. Poor little thing. And blamed it on the climate. Mm-hmm. And then blamed it on the right. climate. All right. Here's uh, a person by the name of Farhan Hussein, who is also referring to bending over too much in the squat. And he says, I often use these low bar squat, <laughs> and I am pretty comfortable also. But, I, but personally, I don't like them. These are more of a deadlift, but with the bar on the back and legs bent a bit more. I would rather do more deadlift volume instead. I personally prefer high bar squat. It feels more like a squat movement, even though it allows less weight. If high bar is inferior to low bar just on this point, then low bar is inferior to deadlift on same basis, particularly when both resemble so closely in terms of muscle engagement. Man. <clears throat> you want me to keep doing? No, no, oh, that's great. That one was bad. Farhan is. Uh, I've got about that same amount again.
2: He's he's putting on a clinic in just logic,
0: logical thinking. He is. He's the, setting just, up his press. He is the logic <coughs> is razor sharp.
2: Setting up the precedence, Setting up the the premise. You know, just putting uh, it all together. It's beautiful. Great job.
0: No, I, I can't continue. All right. Oh, well, no, this is, this is precious here. All right. If we see the old literatures and physical culture texts, squat is referred to as a deep knee bend exercise. So on the continuum of deepest to shallowest knee bend, front squats are purest squat form and low bars are the least one. High bars and others fall in between this range. Weight Um, on the bar is less of a concern than purity of movement movement pattern in this comparison. There
2: we go. Man. There we go.
0: That's cool. Yeah. Purity of movement pattern. Yeah. That's what you care about. That's all you're concerned about. You need to do a pure movement like a front squat (laughs) instead of a messy old... (laughs) Low bar.
2: Yeah. Rip squat. Right. That's the very uh <clears throat> elaborate way of saying saying that the squat is not aesthetic. Remember the last guy? Yeah. Said, this is the least aesthetic squat. Least aesthetic
0: squat I've ever seen. Right. He was
2: much more eloquent about he it. He was
0: performing, he was not training. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here's the last one. This also refers to bending over too much. Oh of man. Yes. Yeah. It's got some traction. Honestly, what the heck is that tutorial? maybe for a suited lifter that may be necessary for others even low bar lifters the chest still stays high weight goes over the whole foot bar path is constant and should not deviate agreed to say lean over in my opinion in my opinion is a horrible first cue. I always tell trainees, I always tell trainees, mm-hmm. there it is. the following. Deep breath and brace. Two steps back. Mm. Brace again. <laughs> weight over the whole foot. Chest high. <laughs> and then what? Do they actually squat? Yes, some lean will often occur but it's not something that should be emphasized here take this and put this in the book (laughs) all right here i'll I'll put it right there There yeah
2: make a note of that it's nice that he told them to take two steps back right and then chest up so i'm fucking up twice and then that was it
3: I normally say one no, step then, back. Yeah, is that where so I'm right. really messing up? I think so. He didn't say anything about how to go
0: down. No, he didn't mm-hmm. say anything about going down. Which is irrelevant. Right. So they yeah. don't take a
2: breath after the first one? No, you take two. You, well, you brace. You I brace. brace yeah, yeah. You take one breath, you take
0: breath and you brace breath, twice. Coming out of the rack, and then he wants you to take a breath.
2: After your two steps. After your no, two steps. It, your setup, no, no, he never said
0: another breath. No, he said brace. He just said brace. He just said. accidentally right about several things here, but.
3: He never said another breath. He just said brace and brace. Right. So you're taking one big breath. Yeah, he said brace. Brace, and then you take a step back. Brace again. No,
2: no, 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 no.
0: This is critical that we understand. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to. we're
2: going to add this, we've got to make sure it's correct. Oh,
0: yeah. Well, you know, you're right. He didn't <clears throat> mention but one breath. No, you, you take one breath the entire this time. This guy wants you to hold your breath for quite a while. hmm <laughs> Well, nonetheless, we're going to steal all that information okay. from him. Right. What I tell my clients. (laughs) What I say is blah, 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 blah. Who's wrong? Me or (laughs) or Rupertel? Here's this guy coaching. What's his name? Chatting with Chap. Here's this guy coaching. Ready? Yeah. With with Chap? C-H-A-P, Chap.
2: Chatting with Chap?
0: Chatting with Chap. Oh chapping the So yeah. anyway.
2: Thanks.
0: Thank you for Thanks all for the contribution. The helpful information. All right. And that concludes this episode of Comments. Comments. From from the haters. All right now. Now, no, no. All right. What do you want to do next?
2: These Q and A things. Yeah, you got a stack of papers there.
0: All right. Let's see what's about. Well, all right. <clears throat> we'll dive right into that if we want. Dive right in. All right. Now, in you no know particular order. All right. No, that one's. All no, right, look at that. That's a stupid question. We can't do that. Look, I'm not in the in the in the business of embarrassing our. No, we can't do that. Participants we can't do that because this is a stupid question, and I'm not gonna. Yeah. Sometimes you got to help. Chris people. Gomez, I couldn't. Nah. Yeah. Couldn't, with a clear conscience, do that. I mean, it's not a comment from the haters. Just a just a stupid question. And those don't you know, merit the same derision that the dog should adhere to. Right. 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 Neil Culligan asks, and these are, you know, our network people, right? I agree getting strong is the single best physiological adaptation compared to others, such as cardiovascular efficiency for endurance events, for example. Rib suggests that getting strong will make your running or cycling ability better due to the submaximal nature of the movement patterns and force production becoming more submaximal as overall strength increases this makes sense logically my experience is different Ooh, so we're going to attempt to explain here now all right whilst i am still in my the brit uh, there we go whilst whilst
2: <clears throat> or a pretentious american
0: pretentious american or a brit uh, I'm still in my novice linear progression phase. My numbers have in, have increased following starting strength, albeit not fully compliant. So he's not actually doing the novice okay. linear progression. Everybody has to doctor it up, right? Yep. Nevertheless, numbers are increasing steadily over, over time in all lifts. My one-mile run training is suffering, though, which is intensive and short in duration. Five to six-minute blast, he says. He are run five-minute miles. Five- to six-minute blasts. Five- to six-minute six miles. Now, that's interesting. Yeah. All right. I'm not concerned, as this is definitely a secondary priority, but I am going backwards and not improving as strength increases. Is it fair to assume that this is due to multiple adaptations taking place or due to general weight increase? And by that, I guess he means body weight increase. He hasn't provided those numbers, so I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> he hasn't if he's provided gained them. 50 pounds, then, you know.
2: Well, he also hasn't provided a training schedule, which is more than likely the issue.
0: Yes. My thoughts are that the motor units which drive my running form and their required efficiencies to move my body through space are becoming less adapted to the increases in overall general muscle mass. I don't understand I don't, that sentence. Yeah, that made no sense yeah. to me. We, can you reread it? Sense. All right, I'll reread it. My thoughts are that the motor units which drive my running form and their required efficiencies to move my body through space are becoming less adapted to the increases in overall general muscle mass.
3: Is he saying that because he's squatting and squats are slow, he
2: can't move his legs fast? Is that what he's saying?
0: I don't know. I don't know. I didn't. I don't. I, I don't. Think he's, I honestly, don't. Well, anyway. it seems like he's.
2: It seems like he's conflating a few different concepts. Yeah. Uh, putting them all together and uh, and coming up with a conclusion that's not really what's going on.
0: I can't maintain <clears throat> both training effects simultaneously, so my running is stalling at best. By which, by the way, isn't a concern. His strength is the absolute priority. All right, Neil. Let me point out a couple of very obvious things to you. If you we're doing a running program and you have added three day a week pr strength training to that running program there is this little <laughs> issue called fatigue right that has got to be factored into your one mile run performance now you're running especially you said that fast, five right? to six minute miles which is a that's you know like a pretty damn good mile You know, a five minute mile is still a pretty damn good mile, even now. Uh, You know, a five minute mile is a hell of a good mile, and it wouldn't be unreasonable to expect a whole new, you know, training regimen laid on top of that to affect your mile time. Right?
2: Uh, And it sounds like it's not even affecting it that bad from what he, from. No, From what I mean, he's it's describing not affecting
0: <clears throat> it bad enough that he's concerned about it. He, just which is a good know. indication that he just uh, wants to know why. I guess. Well,
2: yeah. If you think about it, it a little bit differently, where if you've if your five mi- if your mile time has held close, right? Even if it's even if it's increased a little bit, but if it's held relatively close, in other words, it hasn't gone to seven minutes, right? Right. Or, or but, ten minutes. But his strength has gone up, and. He's under recovered, or he's you know he's overdoing it essentially, right? Because he's strength training plus running at the same sure. time. Yeah, he's over. This is all good indications that his performance is actually improving
0: because he's, he's getting stronger. He's overtraining, and uh, <clears throat> and overtraining is going to show up in something as sensitive to uh, fatigue as a uh, as a five mile run. I mean, a, a five minute mile. Yep. Right. Uh, You haven't told us how much weight you've gained. That might be a factor. Uh, But, I mean, it's not unreasonable to uh, expect your running to suffer if you're strength training. But what you don't also understand is that your strength training is suffering from your running. Right? These are absolutely competing adaptations. right they compete for recovery resources now if you want to get strong quit running stop running for six months and then once you you know just can't stand it anymore start back running at about half the frequency that you have been and then if you for some reason decide you need a five minute mile back you're gonna you're gonna train for that exclusively for a little while and see what the strength did because it will have helped you but this is not a a, an honest evaluation of the effects of either running or strength training because they are competing adaptations you've got limited recovery potential and you have to get recovered because that's the deal right stress recovery adaptation is the deal so i'm you know It's good that he's not worried about it, right? Henrik Ruud, R-O-E-D, that sounds Scandinavian, doesn't it? It does. Right. Rip, I tore my meniscus, bucket handle tear, and had to remove about 40% of it. I was wondering if I could still do the Olympic list, and if so, what precautions to have in mind? Could I wrap my knee to keep it stable, even though it feels stable, but I don't know? Or should I cut the Olympic lifts altogether? I'm 24, doing late-stage novice linear progression. I wonder if he tore his meniscus doing the Olympic lifts. Oh, yeah. Doesn't say uh, he tore yeah. it. Um, <coughs> look, if you got a bucket-handle tear uh, in one of your knees, landing at the bottom of a front squat, with a with a bar on your shoulders shoving your ass down into extreme knee flexion or landing at the bottom of an overhead squat with a snatch shoving your knees down into extreme flexion is not a good idea for what remains of your meniscus right now the Olympic lifts are wonderful, and we suggest you do them. But if you uh, uh, have got this kind of an injury, uh, I would do uh, power cleans and power snatches, and just let that be it. Uh, the problem is the bottom position of the of the of, of the full versions of those two lifts. And I, you know, if you were my client, if I was coaching you, I wouldn't. I would, I would strongly suggest that you didn't do that. Here's another suggestion. You don't have to, uh, if you want to do the competitive lifts, you could do the split versions right? of both the clean and the snatch. You're already split jerking. You could be a triple splitter. There's lots of people that have done that successfully because it doesn't place as much stress on your knees. And that might be something you want to, consider learning they're not hard to learn you know we've got a couple of tutorials on, on video about that and uh, you know I think you ought to consider that but you know really honestly at 24 you probably tolerate some explosive stuff like that but that knee is going to be a problem to you as you get older All right? they told you that at, at the doctor's office once you go inside the joint capsule, most people have arthritis. Most people develop arthritis in a penetrated joint capsule. So, uh, you know, I if, if I was if if I was uh I was coaching you I'd say learn to split. Learn to split, don't do squat snatches, don't do squat cleans. All right. Now, all right. Here's Chris Gomez again. This question oh, this is, is not question, though. abject stupidity, good, though. Good. All right. And I'm going to go ahead and deal with Chris on this, even though the first question he submitted was uh, was unanswerable <laughs> because it was so stupid. All right. Man, Chris. Chris, man, Chris. So anyway, his. His his question is Rip, please don't lash out at me. But have you <laughs> <laughs> too late, Chris? Have late. you and Andy Baker considered practical programming gear? What gear? Shirts, hoodies, etc. Oh. Seems a bit more niche, but maybe limited runs to test its marketability.
2: Like what?
3: Like a graph? Uh, like a, a shirt that's just for a shirt
0: that has the graph on the front of it.
2: A picture of you and Andy, like the. <laughs> Thomas Sowell and Milton Friedman shirt you have.
0: That's such a cool shirt. <laughs> God
3: Almighty. Could probably be arranged. I just love that shirt. Could probably be arranged.
0: I you know, I just don't know what. Uh, if,
2: if he has suggestions, let's hear them.
0: Maybe, uh, yeah, maybe like he's thinking what particular item would you buy, Chris? Yeah.
2: Maybe he's thinking quotes or something,
0: or like just a a book themed shirt. A deal with a workout table on the back. <laughs> Sets and rips. The Onus Wunsler. Sample <laughs> workout on a shirt. <laughs> I wonder I what I'm I doing. I can't today imagine what he shirt, means. Yeah, you know, p- puts, puts it up, <laughs> puts it the back of the shirt, the, of the shirt. Yeah. Well, I mean, all right. So, Chris, if you got some suggestions about about what you would spend money on, now you send that to us, and we'll take it into consideration. But we don't know what the hell you're talking about. So, anyway. But that was better than the other question, which was unreadable. Oh, man. We're going to have to... Can you imagine gonna, how bad it we're gonna was? We're going to have
2: to hear it off the air.
0: Yeah, we'll look at it off Can't the air. wait. It's right down there, right? Now. <laughs> 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 okay, Eric Schechner, our friend from Germany or someplace, right? I don't remember. That's a German name, isn't it? Yeah, sounds like it. Schechner. Eric Schechner. Right? He probably hears that from his grandfather. <laughs> we are the Schecksnaders. Don't you feel represent the family correctly? <laughs> you know, this from Weimar, Germany. All right. Rip, what is your opinion on the practice of tipping service workers? <laughs> I know your father owned a restaurant, so I figure you probably have a different opinion from me. Full disclosure, I've never worked a job where tips made up a significant portion of my income. I find tipping to be a baseline expectation, regardless of quality of service and pointlessly inflationary. The logic I hear from other people about why they tip is along along the lines of, because these servers work so hard and get paid so little. But if nobody tipped and workers were only paid their untipped minimum wage, wouldn't it force restaurants to actually pay a higher wage to retain servers? Why am I expected to close the wage gap for the restaurant? What's even more frustrating is that in the age of mostly pickup meals, for me and my family at least, he's still afraid of COVID, so he won't go in the restaurant. Right. See? A tip is still expected, even though servers and waiters don't actually do any serving or waiting. The other day, I placed an order online, uh, Tex-Mex from a local restaurant, and drove to the restaurant restaurant myself to pick it up. I left no tip on the $80 meal. Was he feeding eight, nine people? <laughs> what? Because I don't feel that someone who's so rolled in transaction is handing me the check deserves any of my money guy had the audacity to mutter, Wow, how generous of you as I walked off.
2: <laughs> oh, wow, nice.
0: <laughs> oh, I'd have slapped him. <laughs> Damn, that's... Am I supposed to pay this asshole $16 <laughs> for handing me a check? <laughs> uh, no, you're not. All right. Uh, even the case of sit down meal, most waiters I've interacted with couldn't be bothered to even wait on me. I, by this, I mean not waiting 20 minutes to get a fork that wasn't clean or a drink. I had to wave you down to ask for what are your thoughts? All right, my thoughts are as follows: tipping traditionally in this country. Now, in your motherland, Germany, <laughs> Auf Deutschland, here, Schleswider, they don't tip because they pull, they pay full wages to service personnel in Germany, and the service is not as good. Right. All right. When a waiter works for a tip, he is motivated to do his job better. And that's what the tip is for. So if the waiter doesn't do anything, if he's sloppy, if he's late, if he doesn't check on you from time to time to make sure your drinks are topped off or if you need anything, you know, don't tip him. Tipping tip him because he's not working for he's not working for the tip all right to expect the tip from a customer is you know it's stupid you don't understand your place in the hierarchy if you're waiting tables you're working for the you're wait, you're working for the tip because you're getting two and a quarter an hour or something like that and if you don't bust your ass you're not going to make any money that night but good waiters at good restaurants, like you go down to the steakhouse, the service down there is, and I'm talking about Pappas Brothers Steakhouse in Dallas. The service is is amazing.
2: I'm sure they would prefer they, to keep it that way as well. Yeah, they probably don't even want fifteen or twenty. They don't
0: want twenty. Yeah. <laughs> those guys are taking home three, four hundred dollars a night. So easily, easily, easily. Yeah, you know, some of them more than that. Yeah, you know, but but. Uh, think
3: about bartenders too you know they, same, it's they, exactly the they same would thing. not want to take a yeah. salary job you, you <laughs> do
0: not want if you are wait staff and you are not doing your job then you shouldn't be making any money mm-hmm. you should find another job <clears throat> go sell real estate or something like that but if you uh if you are a good waiter and you are honestly concerned about handing your customers the best experience at the restaurant that you can possibly provide for them, you're going to be contempla- uh, you're going to be compensated correctly. That's right. Now, every once in a while, there's an asshole. Every once in a great while, there's an asshole that won't tip for good service. I'm not one of those assholes, but if I go to a buffet and the only interaction I have with the waitstaff is they bring me a glass of water while I'm overfilling my plate. <laughs> You know, and they come by once to check, see if I need any more water. I'm not going to tip that person. Yeah. Because they're not waiting on, they're not waiting, they're not working for the tip. They're not working for the tip because there's nothing for them to do. That business model is not going to generate a bunch of waitstaff tips because they don't do anything. But if you are, if you're in a nice restaurant and the waiter or waitress is, is working for you working for the working for the tip then you should tip them yes you should tip them and don't be chicken shit about it well you and, know?
2: and uh, it, the the alternative too is you know uh, the the restaurant industry isn't like a super high margin thing anyway so no how many how many waiters could you have if you had to pay them all a salary and it's a salary that that you wouldn't be able to keep quality people anyway. Well, that's the right? that's exactly the point. And the whole, I mean, that's probably the whole reason the thing started, right? It's is right. or the the reason it's
0: it's it's stayed in place is cuz the, the margin in the restaurant business for the lunch and dinner business is not high. Food costs are are uh, not keystoned in in that market. Now, The most profitable aspect of of a cafe is breakfast, because eggs are cheap. Eggs are cheap. You mark up eggs. Right. And toast is cheap, and potatoes are cheap, and all the stuff that makes up breakfast is cheap. And that's where the cafe makes most of its money, if it serves breakfast. But they haven't got enough money left over at the end of the whole day to pay the wait staff a huge amount of money. And so tips are the mechanism by which good service is assured and good service should be rewarded. Right. right? Yeah,
2: and keeps the restaurant open. But, but this shit about exactly his point, you know, uh, the you walk up, you place an order, somebody else makes the food and then you get your order and the individual at the counter has no other interaction with you where you know yeah, and this is this is know. the standard thing now you 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 pay with your Card or whatever on and the they iPad, and, and flip it over, and, and they ask you for a tip. It's defaulted to twenty percent or some shit. You know that's that's insane. That's Coffee bu- that's shops do this complete bullshit. Or, or the takeout thing, like he said. You know, you walk up and 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 yeah, maybe the kid at the at the thing assembled the order and stuff, but it doesn't deserve a twenty percent tip.
0: Hmm. No, but sure. the kid cooking in the back is not making what the waitstaffs make. That's
2: exactly yeah. That's exactly what I mean. Yeah. You know,
0: yeah. I mean, uh, you know, a good cook at a at a cafe, or breakfast counter, or Waffle House. Waffle House is good. I love Waffle House. Waffle We've House talked about is this. good. It's good. Know, it's hard I to mean, places that I, that that's a that's a great it's little. A lot of things I like about Waffle House. A lot of things I like about Waffle. It's House. like breakfast hibachi. They're, they're just fabulous places. It's great. And you know the cook in a in a Waffle House. That guy that's running the grill and standing on, in front of that hot griddle and getting orders out fast, that guy's worth $20 an hour, and I hope they're paying him. Because mm-hmm. the whole place rides on his back. Yeah.
2: I think they have their you know, pay rates posted in the restaurants. I, believe, I, I think I remember seeing I, that. Maybe I'm pretty they sure do. they take care of their people.
0: Yeah. Maybe they do. Uh, but uh, a, a fry cook in a, in a situation like that ought to be paid. Because you can't run the goddamn thing with and and you have to pay the dishwasher too. right? Because you can't serve food if you don't have dishes to serve it on. You know, so all of this stuff in the whole chain of command, the most dispensable person is the wait staff. So when the waitstaff staff is motivated to do a very, very good job interacting between the restaurant and the customers, then Tips are the best way to compensate that. And, again, some people are assholes. But most people are not assholes. Most people will tip you. I tip, most of the time, 25% in a situation like that. You know, I get a, get a $75 ticket, and I'll, I'll always do $95, you know. And because, you know, unless the service was bad, and if the service is bad, I'm not going to tip. I'll tip an insulting amount like $2 or something <laughs> like that. Just let them know what I thought about. So that. Waffle House
3: <clears throat> makes uh, – their cooks make thirteen thirty one an hour on average, but they
0: also get tip share. Yeah. All right. So that brings it up mm-hmm. a couple of bucks. Yeah. You know. And tip share may be what's going on with the fast food places. Yeah, for sure. You know, I'm sure you know the yeah. tip share is going to be enforced in a situation like that. But I don't necessarily believe in tip share. You know, I mean, if I am the waitstaff staff and I'm out there on the floor busting my ass to make sure that the water glasses are full and these people need something, they need, you know, more fire on a steak or they need uh, uh, you know, another napkin or whatever and I check on them and I Taking a bunch of time to be friendly, taking the order, and made suggestions, you know, about the menu because I know the menu and they don't. You know, you're building, a, you're building the ticket when when the people sit down at the table. You start building the ticket, and uh, they're the ones that do that, not the cooks. Right. Tip share is is to a certain extent is fine, but if I if I tip. The wait staff, I want the vast majority of that money to go into the pocket of the waiter.
2: Right. A lot of places you will know. we'll, will split the the tips among the waiters. That I guess that works if you've got a really good uh, staff and you have a high. Yeah, you don't have any dead weight. Yeah, high expectations of everybody, and I bet that's but, a self-correcting problem. Yeah. Though.
0: If you've got dead weight. Well, think of the the lack of the guy being tipped by his customers ought to run him off.
2: That's that's what I mean. That's exactly what. Well, yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, but but think of a place like uh, Pappas Brothers where you don't really have one waiter. You got a guy that takes your order, but there everybody's no, there's two or three people. Everybody's handling. Yeah, everybody's. So everybody that
0: visited the table gets some of your some of the tips. Exactly right. But but that's not
2: that's not going to work in uh, your average Italian restaurant where you got one waiter. It's great, and you've got ten that are absolute shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you need to run the shit ones off. Yep. And management ought to know who's fucking up who's not. Yep. You know, they can tell. If you're, you know, watching your floor, you can tell, you know, some people at a table are going, <laughs> you know, <laughs> nobody's talked to them in 15 minutes, you know. Well, who had that table? Yeah, right, right. Let's not schedule him this week again, shall we? I don't know. So that's my that's my opinion on tipping service workers. If they don't perform, don't tip them. If they do perform, tip the shit out of them. Yep. Absolutely. That's the way that needs to be handled. Now, this is this is Chris, but it's not different Chris? It's different Chris. Good. Rip, are there times in your program where you think it would be beneficial to use blood flow restriction training? <laughs> so, Chris Gomez is tourniquet around your arms and do bicep curls. We don't do bicep curls. This
3: question is smarter than the first question, the first Chris Gomez question. That's a better. This question. Is not Chris Gomez. Yeah, saying, yeah, yeah, that's, but
2: that's better than Chris Gomez's first question because this Chris is a pretty Gomez's dumb question. Chris Gomez's
3: first question was unintelligible.
2: Uh, God, okay. man, that's rough.
3: Yeah, I'm really curious about that one because this one's
0: real dumb. This is a dumb, dumb. I don't know what this is. This is something that has descended upon gems across the world from the <laughs> lofty spires of exercise physiology and uh,
2: oh is that where it came from restricting oh, blood flow somebody
0: thought you know they could enhance a pump <laughs> by restricting venous return
2: well the question is is it is it bodybuilder shit is it powerlifter shit or is it you know, exercise, exercise you know, science it's shit it's bodybuilder
0: it? shit it bodybuilder shit that was derived from exercise science shit uh, now <clears throat> There is probably a some esoteric ex fizz explanation for why this might possibly work. Engorging the muscles with blood and restricting venous return, all this other stuff. But, look, if we're doing squats, presses, bench presses, deadlifts, and power cleans, where do you restrict the blood flow?
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Where exactly do you put... The rubber band on, right around your neck. around your neck, around your neck, around your neck, yes. And that would probably be eh, that cut down on total number of reps you bring. sure would <laughs> cuts down on volume, doesn't? It? It'll cut down on dumb
2: questions. People do it around around joints for uh, you know for because something hurts, but that it's not because you're restricting blood blood flow. You're you're introducing a mechanical aid. Right, I mean, if you if you that's wrap that's
0: not what this idiot is talking. No,
2: I know, but the, but that's what they think is happening. People, I've heard people say this. So you take the, the the inner tube and you fucking wrap it around your elbow because you're you have elbow tendonitis, and somehow when you take it off, blood is going to shoot back into the area and, and heal shit. It's just a mechanical aid. That's the, I'm sure that's not what's happening. I'm sure that's not what's happening.
0: Mm. Yeah. No. No. I mean. We squat, (laughs) we press, we bench, we deadlift, we power clean. You know, and if you need knee wraps, put knee wraps on. But that's not blood flow restriction. That's not the same thing at all. We've been using knee wraps for a long ass time. Without calling it blood flow restriction. (laughs) And the purpose of a knee wrap is not blood flow restriction, it's supporting the joint. You know, wrist wraps are not blood flow restriction. They support the wrist. I suppose that we will hear in the comments from the haters next time about how I don't know anything about blood flow restriction training. That's true. And you know what? They would be right. I don't care <laughs> about blood flow restriction training because that's not we don't we don't do that. Okay, this just looks like the last one, doesn't it? I guess I better stretch this one out. Right? <laughs>
2: We're at an hour right now. Oh. Okay. <laughs>
0: this is from our friend John Fioravanti. Italian guy. Sounds like John him. Fioravante. Yeah. Talk with his hands.
2: Right. What a breeze kinsman.
0: Right now. Yeah. She's Mediterranean of some Greek sort. Greek or Italian. I thought she's Greek. I think she's Greek. She could be Greek. Could be Greek. That dark hair on her arms. Yeah. Long dark hair on her. Own. Yeah. Are you combing that now? <laughs> That's fucking mean. Right. That's good. Right. Good grooming. It's, this way. it's important. Yeah, mine does the same thing. Let well, us see. I cut some of it off, though. It was like that on purpose. Shit. Yeah, I've been trying you to just trim it. I've been, you know, good grooming is important. Got it. I mean, there was a point at which I had hair growing out of this part of my forehead. You know? <laughs> it was just absurd. You, know? so, you just take some clippers and trim I, it down. Yeah. Man, I, I might be getting there. You know, makes my abs pop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. More definition. All right. All right greetings, Rip. I've been trying to think a good question. Blah blah. I'm 24 years old, just out of college, working as a property manager in Colorado High Country. First time in my life, I'm getting meaningful exposure to the physical, mechanical world and the professions that shape it: plumbers, electricians, carpenters, locksmiths, drywallers, painters, etc. Just like I have developed an interest in the sciences through starting strength, I find how properties function and break fascinating i find myself wanting to get in on the action of building and fixing them i understand there is an ongoing decline in the number of tradespeople. some say to the point of crisis but crisis breeds opportunity especially in an industry with such promising advantages job security autonomy good money active lifestyle no corporate pc bullshit and personal utility What trends have you seen over your life? What kind of a future do you envision? And about your friends, especially those in the trades? Essentially, what do you think of this career path, and what advice do you have for young people considering it? I won't dive into my pessimism about college education these days, but you wouldn't be surprised that I'm not making much use of my degree in psychology in the German language. Holiday greetings to you, the rest of the crew. Well,
2: That's you know. That's a wise 24 year old.
0: This kid has got his head out of his ass. Yeah.
2: I don't know anybody you know, who, who works in a in a trade who hates their life the way that a corporate person hates their
0: no, life. No, uh, the uh, guys in corporations <coughs> that spend all days in meetings. I've, I've been there, man. Doing absolutely nothing of any constructive yeah. purpose. Y- you've you've got to, you know, leave work every day going, you know. Maybe I should just kill myself on the way home instead of waiting to kill myself after I get home. You can't do it. you got to get <laughs> and, on that Zoom meeting when you get home. You can't yeah, you yourself. got a Zoom meeting when can't you get home. You can't kill yourself. you got to get on the Zoom meeting. You know, and the, 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 I mean, this corporate bullshit is it consists almost entirely of saying things other people expect you to say, whether they are correct or not. Right. Isn't that corporate? Sure, just
2: getting along and uh, getting along, saying the right, not things. making any
0: waves, saying the right things. Just holding you
2: know. on for the next position is basically what most people are doing. You know, uh, the next promotion, next position.
0: <clears throat> oh, it's so sickening.
2: There's something to be said about man. You you know, watch the guys building something, and uh, to actually be done with a job is a cool. And thing. to actually yeah, produce right. something,
0: it's like mowing a yard. Exactly. I like mowing That's yards because exactly right. when I get through. I can see done. what the hell I did, and it looks better. <laughs> yeah. It looks nice. I've done a good job on it. I've increased the value of the yard, you know, because now it looks good. Yeah. Right?
2: That, that you know, 15 but, minutes after mowing a yard is the
0: best. fool the working for Motorola or, you know, yeah. Blackberry or some AT&T or some giant corporate where you're, you know, your your job is to not piss anyone off.
2: Yeah, pretty much.
0: That's your whole job—not not to make something better, but just fit in and not piss anybody off. Yep. You know.
2: Yeah, and in terms of useful skills that transfer, um, you know, being able to do shit with your hands is—it's a thing, man.
0: It's uh, it's it's much more important to do stuff like John is doing here yep. than it is to agree with somebody higher up. You know, it's just, uh, it's such a soul-killing thing, corporate employment. Yeah. You know. And, uh, I mean, a self-employed tradesman, stonemason, plumber, carpenter. Yep. Somebody that's a, got a skill that's can make good things out of what is no longer what is not there now you know that kind of thing is a you know yeah I, i when i built my house out there uh i watched those guys work and um that crew had uh four guys on it and from a pile of rock and a pile of sand and a pallet full of portland cement These guys built what is a cool house, you know. They worked hand-in-hand with the plumbers and the electricians, and everything turned out just beautifully. And uh, uh, I'm terribly grateful for that, you know. And uh, I mean, there is so much absolute, utter, bullshit going on right this minute you know it's it is just this is a this is a terrible time civilization is coming to a close because of politics you know the whole damn thing is grinding to a halt well and in the
2: corporate world politics is your day-to-day thing yeah that's just uh,
0: another version of the same fucking thing is bureaucracies exist for one reason and that is to absolve members of the bureaucracy from responsibility for the outcome of the bureaucracy that's all they're for yep. you know you, you you work in a bureaucracy you just, uh, you just something goes wrong well it's everybody's fault it wasn't my fault if nothing goes right nobody gets fired that's true
2: yeah yeah the if the uh, deck you just built falls apart it's your fault yep sure is pretty clear whose fault it was yeah there's a whole other layer of uh of uh responsibility cuz you're you're actually making the thing it's it's uh, you know you got a crew or whatever but it's everybody's directly responsible for what they're doing right. everybody sees the fruit of their labor there's money you know you get the, the paycheck afterwards and stuff it's a, it's a good deal man especially when you've if you spent any time in the corporate world it's just a it's just,
0: it's a, refreshing rolling, change. just a
2: rolling machine you know it just right. never ends
0: well you know and our gyms are a good example of this we uh, we turn out a good product at our gyms if you, if you can meet the standard that we set that we are not going to lower for anybody, we're not going to lower the standard. But if you can meet the standard, you'll be working with people that will value what you do with them. You'll right. be making them stronger. You will be creating strength in people who need strength as a product. You're you know, it's a service job. It's not like being a carpenter or a stonemason, but it 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 holds. It's it's similar to being a carpenter or a stonemason because you are building something. And
2: uh, and there's wisdom that comes from working with other people, especially when you're a young young guy or young young young, ga- young gal working with fifty sixty year old people. Um, you know you. Uh, you gain some wisdom from just learning how people operate what motivates them and stuff
0: imagine the things chase is learning up in oklahoma city sure, right yeah. now yeah. you know the the gyms don't attract homeless people right you know people that come into gyms and pay a lot of money to be to be trained for strength and that are enthusiastic about training for strength and who are committed and keep coming and don't quit and continue to show back up are worthwhile people from whom you learn things
1: that's true
2: yeah
0: yep.
3: nick uh nick hillner made a joke like rusty you're so smart because i corrected something on a squat and i said you know why i'm smart nick because i listen to all the older people that are in here and i learn from all the older people in my life
0: that's how it's done that's how it's done and nobody learns anything in a corporation <laughs> except for how to operate <laughs> in except a, how to, to operate in your cubicle <laughs> yeah. right <laughs> but uh no i you know you're working on an air conditioning truck great yeah people got to be cooled off and heated up <laughs> and you they know? will always
2: need to be cooled off people and will up. always yeah.
0: need this <laughs> right <laughs> you know there's there's no way out of having a job yep. if you're an air conditioner guy if you're an hvac technician that's that's good money yeah if you're a plumber that's great money you know we got to flush the toilet right we always have to flush the toilet we have to have running water these things are critical to people and they'll pay for them right you know guy decides he wants a new house he has to have a carpenter or a stonemason build his house you know and you're working essentially for him but you're working for yourself because you're not working for the corporation and now, I got this is this is a this is good this is a good question yep this is an excellent question college look don't go to college in terms uh, for the purpose of getting a degree unless you're taking a pre-professional program like pre-med or or pre-law or something like that don't don't go to college it's it's absolutely at this point in time college is is not education it's indoctrination and there's just too much in there that you have to avoid and it's 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 pointless it's aggravating it's 15 times as expensive now as it was when i went to college and it's and are you getting 15 times the value for the money no not even no god no it's it's a it's a it's a terrible bargain at this point right Um, somebody for example comes to us wants to go to work for a gym one of our gyms and his uh his qualifications are a degree in exercise physiology We can't hire him he doesn't know anything about strength training he knows about exercise physiology well it it would separate
2: things it wouldn't differentiate him from anyone else no. It wouldn't differentiate him from anyone else. Yeah. And it, it would put him behind someone without a college degree that has experience coaching.
0: It would put him way behind a good lifter yep. who was not a genetic freak, who had been training for three years, and who'd already been helping his people around him train. Right. Everything I've, Even if he hadn't been paid for it. Sure. You know.
2: Everything I've been involved in that uh, involved hiring people uh, in the last whatever 15 years is the the degree has not even been a factor
0: right you know
2: and in fact in some in some instances it's been a you know if your only experience is a degree you're unqualified to do to do this job absolutely you have no idea what you're doing and it's all theoretical for you and
0: the reason that college degrees you know 30 years ago were so were perceived to be so so fucking important is because public schools didn't do their job you were finishing your high school education in college back then because government schools just and they're far worse now but now the problem is that the colleges and universities are also horrible nobody's educated people are running around you know talking about carbon is a deadly poison Shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. You hadn't been taught any chemistry. You hadn't learned anything. You know, it's a hell when I had chemistry in high school, it was actually a chemistry class. Had a little lab time, and I even learned a bunch of stuff in chemistry, even in high school. Now, if there are things, there are reasons to attend college you know we've talked about this several times there are reasons to attend college obtaining the degree is not one of them at this point for most for most people you need to go to college and you need to you need to take some basic courses you need freshman chemistry general chemistry with lab you need some physics you need some biology courses You need to take some other sciences, some geology, just to get exposed to a bunch of information. If you can't write, if you weren't taught to write in high school like you probably weren't, you need to take a rhetoric and composition class. Can you imagine
2: what a rhetoric and composition class looks like?
0: Right.
2: I don't. I don't know that it's any. Of any it better use. be the right rhetoric. Huh? I don't know if it's any use, man.
0: What would you take? Technical writing. I guess that would be a, a more useful permutation of that endeavor. I, I would.
2: I would find. I would advise somebody to find a class online from somebody they like.
0: Who's, right. It all depends on the teacher. Reasonable. Yeah. It's all always yeah. depends on the teacher. Oh yeah, most everything depends on the teacher. Right. <clears throat> most everything depends on the teacher. If you and if you hadn't been exposed to any math. You really need to take college algebra. You know, don't be a dumbass. Take college algebra. It's not that hard. You need to learn how to think logically, and that's where that—that's what that's for. Yeah, and even that—you you don't college need to... algebra is not for doing algebra. Yeah, even college that... algebra is for logic. Even that, you don't need to go sit in a classroom. Just do it at home. Things are different now. Sometimes yeah. you need the interact, the ability to raise your hand up and ask a question of the instructor. If you're going to take a laboratory class, you can't do it online. Right. Yep. You know. Your laboratory chemistry has got to be done sure. in the lab. Sure. So there are things – there are reasons to go to school. But there is no reason to obtain a history degree. <laughs> every lab, no I, reason to obtain a history degree.
2: Every lab I took, at least in college you – know, high school was different. I went to a good high school. But college, every, every college lab class I took was more about the lab procedures than it was about actually learning anything.
0: Right. You know. Well – you know that that is unfortunately somewhat true you've got to learn how to not blow shit up sure you know there are lab procedures that you need to learn but you'll use that stuff later yeah you'll use it later i promise you i've used general chemistry every day it's an important course and i I don't think you can take that online. You can't do the online oh, yeah, you version. Oh
2: yeah, I mean, there's no lab portion. There's no of lab. You take the
0: general chemistry has a lab. You know, in all colleges and universities, that level—not the three-hour course, but the five-hour course—has a lab. Yep. You meet lab twice a week, and
2: and you could take that for eighty bucks at a commu- at the community college.
0: Community if college is a that. good option. Yep. Sometimes you find better teachers. Right. At community colleges. Because they've been hired for their ability to teach, not for their publication history. Right? Yep. Oh, God. We had some awful math teachers here in town. Awful. I was just talking about this last night with Dr. Rogers. It was, oh, some of these people were just, they are unable to communicate with students. Yep. You know, and uh, so no, I. You know, I, we we have uh, we have been saying for a couple, three, or four years now. If you're if you want to work for us in the gyms, don't waste a bunch of time and money on on exercise science at school because it's all bullshit. You know, it's just most four of it is, years he could have spent most coaching. of it's wrong.
2: Well, it's four years he could have spent coaching and gaining experience. Right, right.
0: You're, you're gonna find that the most important aspect of your preparation for coaching strength is your own training. That's what you'll find. If you're intelligent enough to function as a coach, you'll find that more information was acquired by you under the bar that is transmittable to the clients that, and athletes that you're coaching than anything you'll ever read anywhere, right? You need to read some stuff. You need to understand anatomy. You need to understand physiology. You need to understand why things work the way they do and how they adapt to stress and stuff. So all that stuff is very important. But that's not what you get in an ex phys degree. You know. You know I, it's important to know what mitochondria do. Because you need to know this in terms of training people. Uh, to differentiate between between strength training conditioning this sort of thing so it's important to know what mitochondria do but you don't need a semester on mitochondria that's not it's it's in fact,
2: it probably worked better if you start thinking about muscle contractions or some physiological process, and then work backwards to to, to the fundamental to aspects of it. To the mechanism. Yeah, because otherwise, it, otherwise, you know, educate the way education works now is 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 learn all this fun, this basic stuff that's boring, doesn't make any sense. There's no application because you're just memorizing it, and then eventually, right. someday down the line. Uh, you start making connections about it, and it, and it just it doesn't work that way. You know, it's like watching watching kids learn how to read, um, you know, sounding out letters and shit. That's not how people learn how to read. I watched it happen with my own kids, and I've seen other kids do it. It's we're we're pattern recognition experts. So kids just start learning the patterns of words. Yeah. And, and both of my kids did it. They just like see a word, and then they recognize the word. And then they start to learn what the... But well, you didn't what the, teach phonics? I didn't teach them shit. They learned how to read on their own. Really? Yeah. Now, what we did do is read to them and pointed, right. pointed at words as we were reading. And, uh, yeah, uh, they taught themselves how to learn right. how to read. Perfectly... I mean, they taught themselves how to talk, didn't they? It's just well, another communication.
0: Yeah, I guess they did. Uh, it's another way to communicate, right? <clears throat> yeah. When I was in grade school, we were we were taught the use of the alphabet. The alphabet is sounds. Right. Yeah. So you sound out the word. Right. Yeah. Then you learn all the exceptions. Yep. Because English has lots and lots of them. Sure, sure. Right. Yep. German's easier. Yep. German's easier. There are conventions about German for pronunciation that are pretty thoroughly, you know, established. But English is just a a collection of everybody else's everybody language.
2: Else all thrown together, yeah. 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 But all that information is, is better learned once you have some Functional knowledge of the language by having actually learned how to read, right, right, and then now if you want to learn the grammar, you want to learn the the nuts and bolts. I I th- I think that the the education at that point is much more effective because you have you're you're not learning it from a from a complete ignorance, right, right. So yeah. Anyway, and, and that so, and anyway. this is the way we structure our prep course too. You know, it's it's it, it, we we tried going the route of teaching anatomy of teaching physics of teaching physiology and then layering the barbell training stuff on top of it doesn't work especially it doesn't work especially with adults right you got to start with this is what we're doing and then work backwards and it works great because that's how we learned that's how we all learned it anyway
0: right Right. yeah well you know and i think our prep course is is a underrated product oh for sure yeah there's uh i mean if you if you have uh, already mired yourself in an ex-phys degree you might enjoy taking the prep course the start train coaches prep course just for the clarity it provides to a bunch of a, a bunch of dancing around the point that you are doing at school right now you know right? I think we've done a real good job of putting that together and it's something to consider i mean if you're already you know three quarters of the way through your X phys degree and you just have to finish it take the prep course it's not that much money and you'll like it better than you like school <laughs> don't you think yeah how many people have you had take the prep course that have a degree in X phys and what have they said about
2: it oh i have no idea
0: yeah, I, I don't know. I don't
2: know the. I don't know the number.
0: We we have people come. We got plenty to the, who have plenty who have... to the seminar all the time. Oh sure, no, that... we have we have plenty of people in the
2: prep course who are who have a, a, a an exercise science have a CSCS. We have a bunch of physical therapists going through the prep course. So I mean, what does that tell you, right? The, yeah. you've got um, experts in their respective fields who are taking the prep course and finding value in it. It's not right. because we made them, right? They're paying for it every month.
0: So, I mean, if those of you that are considering a prep course, it's look at uh, look at it in the I guess that's in the store, yeah, the it website, is. yep, yep, and uh, think about signing up for that. But I I promise you, you will get a lot more out of that than you will get out of uh, any of your any of the shit you're learning at school. Uh, you know, we have people come to the seminar all the time. That I had a I had a uh, a guy with a master's in X fiz come to the, just been three or four years ago came up to me after uh, Sunday night after we were through and he said I just want you to know that I learned more about what was supposed to be in my master's degree in this weekend right. than I learned in the two years.
2: That's exactly my and, point. When you tie it to something, uh, something concrete, uh, everything clicks. For we've had we've had engineers and uh, and, and you know I, I remember exa- one person specifically that that is an engineer and said that was the best physics the best lecture on mechanics I've, I've ever heard. This little, yeah. this little thing, fi- this little silly thing we do night. for forty minutes on Friday night. On Friday night, yep. yeah. And it's not that the material is profound; it's just no. a presentation, it's right? The, it's just the, how the, how it's presented. We've
0: distilled all the bullshit out of right. it, and we can explain this uh, quickly and understandably to anyone of average intelligence. Right. Yep. And now you've got a tool that you can use to analyze movement. And that's one of, the, one of the things about starting strength that everybody likes is that it's logical. It's logical. It cuts through the bullshit. Why always has an answer. The answer is never because that's the way we do it. Why must be answered, and we answer why. We've taken uh, a lot of time to provide for why and uh it's a it's a that's why our program is so highly thought of all over everywhere okay all right we miss anything Did we miss an opportunity to criticize someone that needs criticizing this uh this was a fantastic episode we had fantastic man it's fantastic we were able to phone a Jew
2: great comments from the haters
0: yep Great comments from the haters. We established a boundary
2: between Rusty and I over here. It's great, man. Lots, we, lots Chris got accomplished. Gomez, we, Chris Gomez.
0: Put him in his Chris place. Chris Gomez gives us a idiotic question. We, but then we get another one from him we actually answered. Yeah. A it's very exciting. kind of a respectful way. Very exciting. Right? Yeah. So, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with what happened today. Nope. How's Rusty coming on the hate comments from the haters? episode number 200 haven't even started it haven't started it he's so confident
2: he's very confident
0: that he could just throw it together at the last minute yeah. that he hasn't even what
2: started. number are we on now
0: this would be, be 92 92 192. eight weeks man
2: preferably more like eight six weeks. right
0: because like to have it in the can ahead of Yep. Yeah. in case there's a nuclear explosion somewhere
3: just in case i'm evaporated
0: a nuclear explosion <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Somebody on the movie thread the other <laughs> day said that Predator was the greatest film he'd ever seen.
2: <laughs> Predator fant- <laughs> is fantastic, fucking great. It's a yeah, great, it's so pretty good, good
0: movie. I watched it's it. I rewatched it, and I, you know, I thought, yeah, this is entertaining. But the greatest movie you've have you ever watched? Any other movies? <laughs> I don't know about the I greatest. Mean, God movie, Almighty! But it's damn I'll good. I'll watch it every time right. it's on. I will too. It's
2: one of those movies that if it's on, I'm stopping and I'm watching it. Yeah, yeah watching it for sure.
0: Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. But it's, not the, it's not the greatest movie ever.
2: Christopher Nolan is doing Oppenheimer.
0: Really? With, Rob, uh, about Robert Oppenheimer? Yeah. And it's, uh, really?
2: Uh, who's the actor? You know who the actor uh It's the guy. Cillian uh, Murphy. Yeah, Cillian, Cillian Murphy. Is it Murphy? Yep. Yeah, he's playing, he's playing Robert Oppenheimer. Really? And then Ridley well, that'd Scott. be kind of cool. Ridley Scott's uh, doing Napoleon this year. Oh, really? And Joaquin Phoenix mm-hmm. is playing Napoleon. Oh,
0: shit. That's going to be cool. Yep. Man, Ridley's getting old. Yeah, I hope we get several more out of him yep. before he cacks. That'd be—he just doesn't make bad movies. Yep. You know.
2: Man, he's getting better too. The the uh, the last Alien was was sweet. That was such a cool movie. The last one. Yeah. I hated it. Well, of course you did. But I thought it was great. <clears throat> Kingdom the, of Heaven was kingdom of heaven but but Uh, that's such a good movie even
0: even orlando bloom could not fuck up kingdom of heaven it was that good when did that come out oh early 2000s yeah oh five oh five something like that yeah
2: um the the last duel i think that was his last movie that was that was a great movie Mm -hmm.
0: the last duel was good yeah the duelist was his first movie oh right you ever seen that
3: yeah Yeah. real good
0: excellent you know there's just not he doesn't do bad movies you know he does movies that occasionally I'm not interested in but uh, you know he did G.I. Jane and I've never oh, seen right. it did yeah. you see that, that was oh, yeah. good. yeah that's good I guess I need to break down and watch that since it's Scott
2: yep it's pretty cheesy but it's pretty cool you know lots of good quotes yeah yeah,
0: have to have to give it some time even All the right.
2: ones that people think are bad are good Cause The Counselor was great everybody hates that movie the you remember counselor? that one with uh, Cameron Diaz and Javier Bardem? No. Michael Fassbender. It's I don't a, think I saw it. Oh, man, you got to see it. You, if you saw it, you'd remember. Yeah, yeah I don't it's, remember. It's, it. it's about a drug cartel. Yeah, I must I not have seen it. I it. it.
0: Yeah, it's a cool movie. Javier Bardem is Javier Bardem. He's a good bad guy. Yeah, he is. He's yeah. so easy to hate. Uh huh. He really is. He's... Yeah. yeah, he's a pretty disgusting individual in the,
2: in the yeah. counselor.
0: Yeah. So, anyway. Well, enough of that shit. (laughs) Enough of that shit. Rusty, get fucking busy on it. You know how many people are you're going to disappoint if you don't get this done?
2: It's going to end up being like a fucking Q&A or some shit on episode 200. All because of Rusty. Yep. It's going to be Q&A
0: time. And I want to go ahead and apologize to all you people right now. For not having this done. (laughs) Just ahead of time. I I have no confidence. (laughs) I have no confidence. Someone
2: suggested we do a a full hour episode of you just roasting people, telling them to gain weight, telling them to... uh,
3: That would be work for him, and he doesn't want to do any work that day.
2: (laughs) No, 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 of uh, a compilation from all the the episodes where you've told somebody to gain weight or that they were... uh, that they should kill themselves. I'll
3: tell you what: if someone wants to go back and watch every I, single episode and pick out those parts, yeah. oh, I, I assume that, too, that would be.
2: Yeah, I, I assumed you were taking notes. Two hundred, yeah, notes every time. Yeah, something, that's, that's something like what that I'm came up.
0: Yeah, that's a good idea. Well, it happens so, so often that I don't know that
2: you might be able to just get. We're in gonna have to hire that's... a
0: consultant to go back <laughs> and do that. You know, two hundred episodes. They're just gonna have to <laughs> pull thirty-one trillion dollar national debt. Money's tight. Yeah. So, no, that's true. Can't afford to hire a consultant. That's true, yeah. You could send that money to Ukraine. When you, Yeah. I mean, why do that when I could make a donation to the Ukraine? Yep. Yep. I stand with the Ukraine. Right. <laughs> Man, how stupid do you have to be? God, oh, my. All right, well, anyway, enough of that shit. How many times have I said that? That's two. Two or three. <laughs> All right. So, anyway... Thanks for watching starting strength radio. We will see you next time.